Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Getting you set for all of Sunday's NFL action. It's the Sunday Spread on the BetQL Network with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell. Presented by BetMGM. What's happening? We back. It's week six of the Sunday Spread. You know what week six means. It means we know who the contenders are. We know who the pretenders are. And shout out to the Dallas Cowboys because we now know you're real pretenders. <laughs> and we're all Always in this room happy about that. Sal- sorry to the Dallas fans listening and watching right now, but it sorry, is what it is. Sorry, sorry, We record in the Philadelphia studio and it's a happy week of funniness, gifts, memes of laughing at the Dallas Cowboys and pissing me off because they lost me a lot of money. Once again, this is the Sunday spread. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks. How was last week? How was week we're five back. of betting for you we're, we're back for real. We're back on track. Man, it was a great day of betting. Great day. So, you know, it, we're back where we need to be at. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we climbed the ladder from being down the ladder last week. Well, you know Travis, Travis I was just going to say, cause Travis Etienne finally did what we've <laughs> try, been try hit predicting he's going to do. It only took him five weeks into the NFL season. <laughs> it was crazy. All you guys text me at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I'm also all the way back after last week. Last week went really well for me, and I did have Travis Etienne in like several bets, and they all hit. I had a touchdown parlay that or anytime touchdown for like several different games that one hit, and I feel like my touchdown parlays never hit. Um, I didn't have anything hit in the Thursday night game for week six, though. So I don't know mm-hmm. if that's a bad omen or not for what's to come, but I'm sure we'll break it all down. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. always taking L's in Thursday. Thursday, Thursday games nights. and the yeah, London what is games that? always get L's. Right, from it. but I think that... 
that goes to show like the poor football product that's put out there on Thursday nights because of the short turnaround. Like it's just never, it never goes the way that everyone expects it to go. I keep taking passing props. Don't do it. And, and it's always the under <laughs> yeah. for whatever. It doesn't matter the quarterback. That's it's what always got me the under. too on Thursday night's game. It, yeah, it didn't hit. Yeah. Several I, of them didn't I will hit. say I also had a great week. I had a really good week five that could have been great, but I lost a bet in a way I've never lost a bet before. Oh. Now, I put a parlay on the 49ers game. You know how I do with the 49ers and Brock Purdy. Shocking. And, <laughs> and <laughs> Tell us more. Right. I had, a, I had an eight-leg parlay. Seven wow. of the eight legs hit. The only parlay that didn't hit, I had Christian McCaffrey running for over 64 and a half yards. Okay. By the end of the third quarter, he had 51 yards. Okay. And they sat the entire team in the fourth quarter. Well. I have never lost a bet because <laughs> it was such a blowout that they had to sit the entire team. That's you Dallas think, ball. You think it's a blowout. Christian McCaffrey's going to get it. You're going to run the ball in the fourth quarter. So you're going to get 13 yards. It got so bad that I was rooting for the Dallas Cowboys to score a touchdown <laughs> just so the starters would stay in or come back in the game. Yeah. That's how bad it got that I was rooting for a team I hate to score Yeah, just so Christian McCaffrey can come back in the game and give me the 13 yards I need to win. It was like 300 and something dollars. Oh, that's a hurt. I, I had, I had, I had, I hit everything. Brandon Uke over this, Debo over this, Brock over this, this amount of touchdowns, this anytime oh, touchdown. I had all of those things because I had the feeling the Niners were going to destroy the Cowboys. Is it me? Like maybe I'm, I'm forgetting um, not just last season, but previous season, recent seasons. Like it feels like the score differential so far this season is crazy. Like the, a lot of these games, it's like 70 to 20. Like the, the difference is crazy. And like the, favorite teams are are beating the these lowly teams by so much that they sit their starters or you know they stop passing the ball and it really messes up all of our parlays and it's starting to piss me off <laughs> like i'd like more parity in the league please yeah that has changed a little bit it seems right? like the better teams are just so much far advanced mm -hmm. than the bad teams mm -hmm. you know you got the giants you know teams like that denver yeah. right they're just there's just so much of a difference in them that, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know who you can attribute that to. I don't know. It's like college football scores. Right, almost. right, 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 right. Yeah, and it's almost like every spread is over. Like, mm -hmm. if it's – usually you're scared of the 12, the 13. Right. But, this, no, it, it seems like it's like, no, you know, I think the 49ers can win by 14 right, points. Right, right, <laughs> that right, right. Yeah, like, you like, <laughs> every team that has one of those high spreads usually ends up winning. Yeah. yeah. Even with yeah. the Chiefs on Thursday night, it was a 10-and-a-half spread, and they won by 11. Right, and I was still like, oh, that's closer than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So everything was supposed to be a blowout, but not so much. But again, all all three of us, I think, you know, got won some bets, won our bonus bets, had some good advice for everybody. So let's jump into these games that we're going to jump into. The first game, it's a London game, you know. I don't, mm -hmm. It's every. I, I Do we have a London I, game every week this season? I was that, just about to ask that. <laughs> it seems like that's what it used to be. Two a for. year. Well, I think they're gonna go to Berlin or like somewhere, yep. maybe Munich. Yeah, somewhere in Germany again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there has been. I think there's been a London game in the last what? I'm telling three you weeks, right now, three weeks. Yeah, Jacksonville will be a London team. Yeah, in the not so distant future. I'm saying we're next two or three years. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a London team. Me and Dad trying to figure out the name. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, <laughs> what was it? the London blokes. Is that what they say? Oi. London? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I still feel like that's Australian. It is. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so the London game, the Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans, Ravens three and two, the Titans two and three. Ravens favored in this game, minus four, over under 41 and a half, money line Baltimore, 
minus 210, Tennessee plus 170. Ravens lost last week to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. They don't look too particularly good, Not right? Like, you, you thought their offense was going to be more explosive. I believe Odell Beckham Jr. is hurt again. Uh, so it's a weird sort of circumstance in, in dealing with the Baltimore Ravens. We know they're a solid team, but it feels like they can win or lose on any given week. Deb, I'll start with you. What are you mm-hmm. looking at in this game? Do you trust anybody in this game? Uh, so I like the Ravens in this one. I like the Ravens covering that four point spread, mm-hmm. um, even though it is in London. So the Ravens actually flew out to London like right after their game on Sunday. So it's not like they're getting in, you know, a day before and have this quick turnaround with with the time difference, mm-hmm. which I should add. I feel like everyone makes a really big deal of these London games. It's it's like a, what, a five and a half, six hour flight six if you're on the East Coast. From the, Coast, yeah, from the West here. Coast, it's a whole different story. But yeah. it really isn't like a, a massive change. Um, so I don't think it should affect a team that much, especially if they've been there all week. Um, and Baltimore just blew multiple opportunities in Pittsburgh, even though I was okay with it because I had the Steelers covering that spread last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a division game, you know, playing the Steelers at home. Mike Tomlin's going to do what Mike Tomlin's going to do. And the Ravens have so many injuries that I think – they're going to be frustrated from that loss and kind of letting it slip away. And they're going to want to come in to this one really strong. And I think they're, they're better than the Titans. Um, I think Lamar Jackson, he threw an interception the fourth quarter last, last week. I don't think he's going to do that again. I don't think he's going to make mistakes like that against this Titans team. You know, what you I, I think I might go opposite this game. I, I think I might go with um, Tennessee. And, and the reason I say that because Lamar Jackson at this point, doesn't have his horse in the race. You know, he, he does have his tight. He got Andrew, but I don't see him really taking it to the next level as far as Zay Flowers and stuff like that. That's the, that's his go-to right now, but he doesn't really have anybody else to go to. So it's really hard for me because that offense is just so putrid at times that I just can't get with him. Um, I, I I like, I, even though Derek Henry has really done nothing this year, I think he's... He really hasn't. It's kind of crazy. Nothing. I mean, he's done nothing. Yeah. So I think Derek has a... As a game, you know, being overseas and, you know, him going out and, you know, hand the ball off, Ryan. That's all you have to do is just hand the ball off, give it to him. Their defense has been okay. They're better at stopping the pass than they are the run. So uh, I'm going to go with that simply because, you know, Andrews, yes, they're going to bracket cover him and they're going to leave Zay Flowers, you know, who's a rookie. They're going to leave him open to, you know, see if he can do something against that defense. Other than that, you know, I don't see anything else you know, appetizing as far as, you know, why this Ravens team is better than them. I just don't see it. So, I mean, uh, coaching. So you think the Titans can cover the four point? Yeah, I think Titans will will cover. Ravens will win, but Titans will cover. Okay, so you got to be in a really tight game. Yeah, really, really tight game, yep. Over at London, it's, again, the London games and the Thursday games always seem weird. They, They always seem to not have the statistical outcomes that you would expect those teams have and Derrick Henry is he uh close to the running back wall uh you know uh, 29 this... years old right now usually running mm-hmm. backs hit it around 29 30 Derrick is a big powerful back big powerful back usually a go lot a little bit quicker yeah a lot of reps is it one of those situations or is it just the Titans team isn't as good but Derrick Henry I think it's a little bit the Titans team isn't good but it has a lot to do with it. the reps he's taken and he's becoming Mr. Glass. So, um, I, man, it's, it's, it's tough when you've taken as many reps as he's taken, been at workhorse for that long, and it's started to catch up with him. His body just can't take the toll that he took when he was younger. Let me ask you guys this. If I was mm-hmm. to do a single-game parlay, 
and I was going to I was going to pick and this is sort of based on the running game. Lamar Jackson over 42 and a half rushing. Put that in there. He had I believe 45 last week mm-hmm. and it seems like he has to do everything himself. Mm-hmm. Uh Derrick Henry 65 and a half go over on Derrick Henry going over 65 and a half and maybe Lamar Jackson with one pass touchdown. If that was a three-leg parlay, would y'all take it or would y'all pass? Mm. I don't know. I don't know if I like the number for Derrick Henry. Just because he's been 65. so... Mm-hmm. He, I mean, it's not super high over, number. He had over just, 100 the week before that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Would you take it? I, I think I would take it. I mean, to me, Henry, he's going to have to be their workforce. Um, even though, I mean, I just don't understand why that offense isn't running as, as well as it should be. I mean, they have they have weapons. I just don't... What are they doing, man? So... He's got to be the staple in it. He's going to, I think he will be over 65. So I, I would go with it. Tannehill getting a touchdown, you know, that, that's, you know, throwing a touchdown. That, that'd be the weakest part of the parlay for me. Well, Lamar, I had Lamar throwing I mean, a touchdown. Oh, oh, Lamar. You think that would be weak? Oh, I yeah. It's, I got Lamar throwing a touchdown, oh, okay. Derrick Henry over and of rushing, and Lamar over and rushing. 42 and a half, 65 and a half. Oh, yeah, I'll go with that. No question. I thought you said Tannehill. I'm sorry. Yeah, I ain't going Tannehill for, <laughs> no, for, for nothing in any, ty- in any type of way. Trust me on that. So, you know, I, I'm going to go Baltimore winning this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go money line. Okay. Yeah. Right? Like, it just Smart. it could be a super tight game, and I yeah. could see the Titans covering. But, again, this is a game that I'm unsure of that can go either way because neither one of these teams is, is balling for real. And it yeah. seems like there's only, like, three teams in the entire league that I feel have been consistent. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'll also go Nelly. Nelly for over 15. Was it uh, Nelly for 15? over 18? 18. Oh. I'm sorry, 18 and a half. I like that. Nelly. He had, he had 64 last week. Yeah, Nelly like only had four targets, but had 64 last week. So, yeah. you know, that could be a, a definitely a good one. A definitely good single game right, parlay right. there. All right, let's go to the next game. Let's go to the Commanders Falcons. Another two teams that are just, all right, middle of the road competitive. Sometimes you look good. Sometimes you look bad. But it seems like a whole lot of eight and eight, eight and nine type of ball. Mm-hmm. Commanders two and three, Falcons three and two. So both teams on the way to doing that. The Falcons uh, are look like they are scheduled to win this game. Minus two and a half. Over unders forty two and a half. Money line minus one forty five. Washington plus one twenty five. Barrett, I start with you in this game again. This is a story of Sam Howe. It seems like the Commanders. When he has a good game, they win. When they have, when he has a bad game, they lose. And he has more bad games than good games. Absolutely. <laughs> what Absolutely. do you like from this game? Well, I'm, I'm gonna go from the defensive side of the ball, man. I, I I really think at this point that you know the Commanders' defense is not playing up to par. You know they got one of the best front fours in the league, and they just haven't stepped up the way I thought they were gonna step up. So, um. I'm gonna go. I, I'm still gonna go with the Commanders. I'm gonna go with the Commanders on this because I don't think you can run the ball. You can pass on, them, but you, you're not gonna be able to run run on them. And uh, you know, going going forward, Sam Howell, I'd go with the under, under 241 uh, yards and a half yards. I will go with the under with that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What you got? So I think I like the Falcons uh, minus two and a half in this one. Um, they beat the Tekken. Te- Texans. 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 That, was uh, that was a good sorry. game for PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they beat the Texans, um, uh, of course, in a last-minute win. But I just think they have the better defense in this situation. Yeah, I like do. the matchups. Yep. Uh, Washington is not good against tight ends, so I liked a Logan Thomas anytime touchdown and his over receiving yards. I need to check the number on that because I haven't looked at it. Uh, Thirty-six and a half receiving yards for Logan Thomas, like 
I'll take that. Um, and I like I know Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier on the Falcons are two guys who I feel like every week I include in some sort of parlay just because it's fun to to take their you know over. But they do split the carries, and Bijan wasn't as actually Tyler, neither of them were super super productive last mm-hmm. week. Um, but I did like Bijan Robinson getting a touchdown in this one as well. Um, Algier hasn't really been able to to crack more than three yards per carry in four straight games. That's not great. I don't know if this is going to be his breakout game. So I like big games for the Falcons, tight ends, and receivers. Kyle Pitts. We've been saying free Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, yeah. Last, last week, seven catches, 87 yards. 11 targets is the big thing. 11 targets. And, again, that was the one game Desmond Ritter threw for over 300 yards. So Kyle Pitts over under 33 and a half. That's a quarterback's best friend is a tight mm-hmm. end, man. You know, and, and I think that's what the, pro- the productivity that you have with, you know, with, with Sam Howell really comes with Logan Thomas. So that's a good bet, you know, going with him. I, you know, would I you just take that Kyle Pitts, 33 and a half. I would take that. Kyle Pitts, Jonu Smith. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. They both combined for 154 yards last yeah. week. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is this true, Kev? Our producer just wrote in our chat, Desmond Ritter is 31-0 and 0 in college in the NFL as a starting QB at home. I heard them say that on the broadcast, actually, and I was like, "What?" I literally heard How them that say possible? that, and I was like, I, "That's not right." What? <laughs> Thirty-one and zero at home, like, I, yeah, wow. Yeah. Again, he threw for three oh, over three hundred last week at home, but what? I've never heard a stat. Never heard a stat like that. Listen, all right, we'll continue to talk. Continue to give you these the best bets. We'll continue to talk about uh, Kev's Bears. Bears showing some life. Hopefully they continue to show some life against the Minnesota Vikings. And are the Bengals back? We'll discuss that also. All right. This is the Sunday spread. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks. We'll be right back. Once again, welcome back to the Sunday spread. I'm I'm surprised we didn't come back to some Taylor Swift music. (laughs) Because the NFL is milking this thing like nobody's ever milked a thing before. Like... I'm just Thursday at first night I game. was annoyed and now I'm just like I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> right. I don't care. You're exhausted. I really don't care anymore. It's like, like was that her sister in the booth with her? Or because they kind of looked alike. No, they no, that's had, Patrick that was Mahomes Patrick wife. wife. Oh, was it? The other yeah. blonde with curly hair? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. They kind of look look alike. They do kind of look alike. <sighs> it's just <sighs> like at first I thought, like, okay, Taylor is trying to get. But no, it's the NFL getting more out of this. Thank you. Than, Thank than you. Taylor. Like, no. Taylor just like, yeah, I'm showing up. And yes, it's the NFL. So you get something out of it. I but love the NFL that you say that, is just trying to. They are milking milk. it like crazy. And like essentially almost taking advantage of her fame because it's not like she's like doing anything. She's just showing up to a game. But I hate the people who are like, oh, Taylor Swift is using the NFL. Taylor Swift doesn't need the NFL. Taylor Swift sells out like 10 times the amount of an NFL stadium for her right, concert. Right, right. You know, yeah, she, I mean, she sells like, out. She's a, fine. She'll sell out a stadium. She's turned down the Super Bowl halftime show like every single year. Right. Like, she They're does not need the her. NFL. They're trying she, to get yeah. her to do this. this I know. This what is do you think Usher attempt. thinks? This every time I see a headline about that, I'm like. She sells out a yeah. stadium. And then the next night sells out a stadium. Then the next night sells out a stadium. And say, oh, by the way. We're going to sell some more tickets for the next night and see if we can fill it up. And then sells that out, too. And guess what? She does every single <laughs> night. Every single night it sells out. It's, and it's not even like I feel like her fans are watching football now or doing something or paying attention. Like it's not like NFL fans are all of a sudden going to go be Taylor Swift fans. 
It's the other way around. So the right. NFL is benefiting a hundred. But well, because they're hitting a demographic that yeah, I guess they never had. Well, but it's also like don't generalize all Swifties. I love Taylor Swift, even though I'm annoyed with this whole situation. And like I like football. You know, I feel like everyone thinks well, that her fans are all like twelve year old girls who don't. We'll know put what it like this: is. I'm 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 <laughs> I'm a little mad now because I've seen so much attention that I noticed Kelsey has green eyes. Why do I know that? <laughs> I'm so tired of seeing him and her that I noticed he has green eyes. Like, come on now. I should wow. know that. As a man, I should not know that Listen, about a football player that I think is a I good love player. That. All come I know on. is all I know is Travis's uh mustache is pissing me off. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's, it's got that's, a bad mustache. Grow the beard back, bro. It's got a bad that, mustache. That that it, uh, it's pissing me off. See, that's why we know For a lot of like reasons. Yeah, it's pissing on, me off. On, right? Man. Like, why is your why do you have this mustache? Right. Why do you have this down south uh sheriff mustache? Yeah, I don't like it. All right, go back to the swag with the beard, Travis. Right, knock it off. Right. Well, she's not going to like him because he keep on going like that. She's going to be like, hey, man, you got to come back to that swag you had, man. Is he turned into a, a country boy now? You can't be a country boy and be Travis, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to be Travis, you know what I'm saying, the player, man. He's, 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 he's getting out of that realm now. You know, starting to make me mad now. Enough is enough. That's all we're saying. <laughs> enough, enough, enough is enough. Uh. Vikings Bears is what we're going to now. It's, I wouldn't have thought this would be a good game, but yeah. this is going to be it's a, a big good difference. game. Uh, eh? Justin is. Jefferson, IR. IR. Going to be out for several weeks. To me, that changes a lot when it comes to picking this game. The Vikings, I'm surprised, are going to Chicago, and they're favored in this game by three. Uh, the over-under is 44. Money line minus 150 for Minnesota, plus 125 for Chicago. But again, that line, again, that line of Justin Jefferson being out is a big, big deal mm-hmm. for me. I don't know what Kirk Cousins looks without a top flight wide receiver because he's had a top flight wide receiver for his entire career in Minnesota. He had Justin Jefferson. Before that, Adam Thielen was still really good, and he had mm-hmm. Stephon Dix. Yep. What does he do now? Dev, what do you see from this game? Uh, yeah, and it's unfortunate that you know Jefferson is out because uh, Chicago's defense isn't great against other opposing wideouts. So could be a big game for Jordan Addison if you want to take his props. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that weather is potentially a factor in this game and several games. I guess it's supposed to rain like in a lot of areas of the country. I'm not a meteorologist, so I need to you know check the update <laughs> on that. But I did hear that Chicago is expecting bad weather, which means that we might not see a pass-heavy game. Mm. which would be good news for Justin Fields. Uh, can use those wheels. Um, I like the Bears in this one. I like the Bears. I think the Vikings are a little defeated. Losing Justin Jefferson feels kind of like the final nail in the coffin on them on their season. Yep. Uh, you know, there have been reports that they, they might move on from Kirk Cousins. Like, that can't be good for team morale. Uh, meanwhile, the Bears are coming off, you know, a massive win over the Commanders, plus – in extended breaks they played in Thursday night football. So I like the Bears covering that three-point spread. And you said weather is supposed to rain and have 17-mile-per-hour winds mm. in Chicago. Not great. I'll tell you what, the safest bet is Kirk Cousins over two-and-a-half yards rushing. He's going to be running for his life. He have, <laughs> like, Kirk? He, he doesn't have that go-to guy, so he's going to be scrambling trying to get open. Um, I, I, I do like, uh, I do like um, you know, Osborne. Uh, what's his name? Um KJ Osborne over 39 and a half yards. I think he'll be the guy that's going to step up for him. Uh, I think uh, TJ Cockerson is also a safe bet with 54 and a half. I like that one. So, you know, those two I, I think will be safe bets. I would not bet on rushing yardage with uh, you know, with uh Cam Akers. Uh they're going to they're going to more things 
they're going to try to stop him. He'll be the, you know, even if it's always only 25 yards, 25 and a half yards, they're going to, you know, primarily want to stop him. And uh, if they stop him, you know, that makes Kirk Cousins now the guy that's going to have to, you know, hold it around. He just doesn't have a, the guys he had before. So I like, I, at this point, I like the Bears. I think I'll take the Bears and the points. We all together. I like the Bears and the points too. Again, the Bear, Vikings have been losing and not playing very well already. Right, the Chicago right. Bears look like, in their last two games, offensively, they look, look like, like they're they improving. got something, yep. right? Yep. Like, yeah. they're like they're explosive in the last two games. Their offense has been while, again, they have to adjust the life without uh, Justin Jefferson, at least for the next few weeks. I love TJ Hawkinson. Me too. Me too. Security blanket without no Justin Jefferson. Now, I keep telling you, that's always a quarterback's best friend. That's yeah, a tight end. Yeah. And I wouldn't make a bet on this game until I finally see the weather right before. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, sorry. I'm looking at our producer, Kevin, who is. Uh, from Chicago, uh-huh. and he's like, the line has moved in favor of Minnesota. Why? Make it make sense. <laughs> but he did also say fields over 51 and a half is free money, and I agree on that. Yeah. So, tail. Yeah. I, I like that, too. I, again, I'm waiting because if it's raining a lot, like, I want to go DJ Moore 57 and a half. I really like DJ Moore props, but I kind of hesitated in pushing any receiving props, even though I mentioned Jordan Addison because he's probably uh, uh, Kirk Cousins' like only option at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, if it's raining a lot and windy, then like we're not going to see that. Yeah. I would not bet over receiving yards or passing yards. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Again, wait until one o'clock hits mm-hmm. and go. All right, it's good enough for Justin Fields because even I was I immediately said I want Justin Fields for over 195 and a half just because he's been way over that in the in the last two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, rain. So it's it's one of those things where you got to wait. But I'm with y'all. Bears gonna win this game. Bears gonna win. Uh, easily. Let's go to the next game. Seahawks Bengals. Seahawks three and one, looking good. You know what I mean? Doing their thing. The Bengals two and three. Bengals struggling, but looked really good last week. And the Bengals over the last two seasons have struggled in September. They have, and then yep. taken off in mm-hmm. the end of October, November, December. So that's what this game is. Cincinnati favored in this game two and a half. Barrett, what do you like from this game? You know, when I look at this game, I I, I see a team that uh, hasn't lost. I see a Seattle team that hasn't lost since the first week. So they're on a roll. But I also see a Bengals team that they're also starting to get on the roll. And, and, and when I look at, you know, Geno Smith, he is, he is solid, man, on how, you know, he has two great receivers he's throwing to. He's solid. So uh, Geno Smith, 238, yard, 238 yards and a half. I, I like that. I like that number. I would go with that. Um, Joe Burrows. He's going to get over 300. You know what I'm saying? With, you know, 277 and a half, I'll go with that also. You know what I mean? Both quarterbacks will be great in this game. It's, a, it's about whose defense is going to stop who. And I really like Seattle's defense more so than I like um, Cincinnati's defense. So I'm going to go with them. I'm, I'm going uh, to go with Cincinnati on this. Where do you put Seattle in the hierarchy in the NFC? Seattle right now, they're mid-pack, middle of the way. You know, they're middle of the way. Middle would you put them above or below the Lions? I would actually put them above the Lions. You would? Yeah, okay. I would put them above the Lions. I, I put them below. The yeah. Lions are just, I mean, we'll get to their game. I, I can't figure out if I'm, like, worried about them or not. I, I am worried about them <laughs> because they're, they're not being consistent. And plus, they're having so many injuries at unopportune yeah. times. Yeah. Know, so I, I, I'm I'm on the Seattle's kind of fraudulent. I'm, I'm being honest yeah. with you. I, I think Detroit is good, but not they don't have a ceiling to be great. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like some teams have a ceiling, right? right? Mm-hmm. They right. don't have a ceiling to mess with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. They don't have a ceiling to mess with the 49ers. Like they don't have to, they could play B ball and beat the Lions, in my opinion, and the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. But, you know. If you play terrible, they can get you. They, right, they, you right. Mean? If you I don't think, come ready to play, they can they can get I the think Eagles. Lions, and Seahawks are your three and four seeds. Right. Uh, uh, in this game, so what do you like in this? Dad? Uh, so I like the Bengals in this one. You know, we talked last week about Joe Burrow needing to get right game and their pat the Bengals pass right game. Uh, we're right. Yeah. Um, and it seems like they've kind of been starting to get back into rhythm. He and Jamar Chase. Um, Chase almost had two hundred receiving yards last week. So. I think that'll continue. The Seahawks have a bottom 10 secondary. Um, do we? I don't know if we know if T. Higgins is definitely going to return or not, but that would also be really big for Cincy's offense. I don't know if we have an update on that. Um, uh, yeah, I don't see. But either way, I like the Bengals covering those two and a half points, um, and they're playing at home. I think the crowd's going to be fired up, you know, coming off a game where they finally kind of started to look right. Uh, so, yeah, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and the Bengals to cover. Uh, yeah. I like the Bengals too, man. I, I just think if Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow, he's winning this game. And it looked like he was Joe Burrow last week. If Joe Burrow is healthy and he's slinging that thing and he's feeling good and he's playing well, plus it, it being at home. If uh, it was in Seattle, I would have a different pick for this game. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because they have such a good uh, home field advantage. Kevin says that T. Higgins is looking promising. So that would practice. That would week. solidify my pick right there. Yeah, if he practice, plays. practice all week, he's playing. So yeah. and, and I guess we're on Cincy. I'm and going, you're on Seattle. Yeah, because I'm just looking at, you know, I mean, Tyler Lockett, 51 and a half. To me, that's a safe bet. And I think Noah Fant, 21 and a half, that's easy money right there. That's easy money. So, uh, you know, I think Geno Smith is playing well enough that he can make both of those guys shine. I I I wouldn't press the issue with a DK Metcalf over 62 and a half. But, I mean, I, I really think that those two bets, Tyler and Noah, are safe bets. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. We'll see. Let's go to the next game. To my Brock Purdy's. <laughs> he calls them the Brock Purdy's. The, the San Francisco Purdy's. Are they your, te- like, are they your childhood team? or? <laughs> oh, I love them. Do you just like them because they don't everything. like the Eagles? Or... It. No, it has nothing, nothing to do okay. with the Eagles. Before the Eagles had it. The 49ers were my favorite team to watch before the Eagles had beef with them because I am. My favorite position is the linebacker position. Oh, so they, you must hate the Eagles then. It, piss, it pisses me <laughs> off. It, it pisses me off. All right? At least TJ Edwards was good, but like it pisses me off that they don't pay attention to it. They like, really don't. You don't pay attention to it. And the 49ers give me a they make me feel young again when they, when you watch them having fullbacks and linebackers. Yeah, like yeah. I enjoy that Love type of football fullback. of the nineties and two thousand. Like yeah. just I, I enjoy that. So I I love watching the 49ers play. Okay. Which is okay. why I, I watch them play. Like there's like four teams throughout the league that I'm like I want to watch you play all the time. And mm-hmm. the 49ers are, are probably my favorite of those four teams because of just how they play. I, just their I, brand of football. I feel you on that. I feel you that because Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis was the best linebacker tackle tandem I've ever seen in my life. Those two played the linebacker position the way it's supposed to be played. And look at the guys they got now. Uh, yeah. I had a Patrick Willis jersey. Like my favorite guys growing up, Patrick Willis, uh, Jer- uh, Jeremiah Trotter. Had one of those. I had a Jesse Armstead jersey. Like, okay, I love okay, the linebacker okay. position. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like just, down and dirty people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, smack yeah. you right in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 49ers, which this is the thing that makes me mad. Because you know I bet on the Niners every week. The spread to this game on Monday was five and a half. Mm-hmm. 
It is now at 10. <laughs> Obviously, Deshaun Watson's not playing. Shoulder yeah. done. But you could have got a great bet on this game with at five and a half. And I think Kev said it may have been even lower at one point at four oh, and a wow. half. So missed the boat on that. You one. missed the boat on that. But again, we've been talking about blowouts. Yeah. This is another game to me that I'm like, well, if you ain't got no Deshaun Watson, then you're throwing out I don't, I don't know which quarterback they're gonna throw out at this whether it's the rookie. Walker. Walker. Whether it's the rookie is it's gonna be PJ. So, you know, I think this game is going to be a flat out blowout. What 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 do you think of that? Well, so I don't know. Like, had Deshaun Watson played, would that make a massive difference? Um, I mean, he was starting to look better. The Browns do have a really good defense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the 49ers, I hate to say it, they're they're looking pretty dominant. And against uh, a Browns team that is going to have P.J. Walker at the helm, uh, QB, and it might be rainy as well in Cleveland. It's going to be rainy like all these games mm. in the Midwest and uh, East Coast this weekend. Um they got Christian McCaffrey on the ground. If they don't throw it, uh, I like the 49ers winning. Uh, do I like them covering the 10-point spread? I don't know. I don't know if I would take that, but I also don't know if I'd confidently say the Browns are going to cover. Defense, so maybe money line? Yeah, yeah. Might not be a safe one. Um, defense, defense, defense. I mean, all I'm going to say is that Browns defense is going to – they're going to play well. So, I mean, I would go with the under with Brock Purdy with a 203-and-a-half. I would go with 203-and-a-half. I would go with the under. I would. I wouldn't. Wow, Sean's gonna like jump across the right, table. Right, right, right. And, <laughs> and 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 I would venture to say that uh, you know, that they're gonna handle. You know, even they're gonna handle even you know the weapons they have. Listen, that defense is tough. I'm going 49ers over the 10. I'm going over over the 36. 49ers. I'm going with the under. Nope, they don't make it. They don't cover. They don't cover. Baby. This is just you. Get, you know cover. we got to go to break, so you just want to get disrespectful. <laughs> they don't on cover. my squad before you get to break. Five, yeah. four, <laughs> three. Okay, okay. Two. Sunday spread. We'll be right back. <laughs> Once again, it's the Sunday spread. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Books presented by BetMGM. Don't forget your BetMGM bonus bet. Ten dollar bonus bet. It's free, baby. So, so just throw it out there. Listen to us. Take a bonus bet. We're going to give you a bunch of bets that are going to be free and easy. All right? You're going to be able to get it, especially because we did so well last week. And let me just start off by 49ers. Oh, no. Okay. No. 49ers over, over the 36 because they're going to score at least 30. Okay. They're going to win by more than 10. Brock Purdy's going to throw for more than 203 yards. Book it. Okay. Just, just had to get that off my chest since y'all try to <laughs> cut me off last segment, you Barrett. Never, you, you never heard B. of the Brooks. You never heard the moving finger rights and having writ it moves on. We had moved on from that game. Back with the Saints and no. <laughs> see, see, that's what happens when you have me start the show off. See, that's what I'm saying. I get now, to bring it right back to what I want to bring it back the to. Point guard, you know, he's supposed to dish it out. Uh, no, ain't no dishing. Right? He I, calls it back. I, goes to I'm not like that in the basketball court anyway. Anybody that plays with me knows I'm calling my own number. I'm Mr. Oh, double team? It don't matter. I don't care if you're open. I'm going to get this shot off. I'm the king of getting my own shot off. So Wait. it is what it is. I try to bring it into break, and it nah, still didn't work. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Barry, you know, Barry's played ball with me before. He know I'm going to shoot that thing. I, I literally thought that he was helping practice against the Sixers. He is that good. I ain't going to lie. He is that good. Wow. I'm all right. I'm, I'm all right. But, yeah, you know. Yeah, he's a real deal. He's a real deal. Shots I, I, I admit it. I admit it. You shots are going to go up. Right. Okay. But, it, was, it, was, it was our team against him. You know like what a saying? whole team against him. Yeah, uh, the, the former yeah, my president. Team, my team wasn't stuck. The, the former president 
of the 76ers. What was his name? Uh, um, I forgot his name. Well, he just he just he just resigned. But he's, like he's up there with the Devils ago. and and yeah. does all that stuff. So he was he was you I know he was feed me. I'm making it happen. All of a sudden, he just said, "All right, I'm just taking over." First of all, I'm hacking him and everything, and he's still he's. The president stock, stock he, he he stacks the games. Yeah, he's oh like, yeah. I'm gonna get everybody I want so I can win every year. And he's and he's and he's. Well, you should be practices. honored that he chooses you. He no, didn't he, choose me, he, he oh. right? Me. Oh. Yeah. Because somebody else was like, Nah, you can't get Sean too. <laughs> right, right, right. So I was like, All right, fine. So I'm going against their team who has everybody. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah. You know what? Who's everybody? Like who? Who's the good players? Oh, we it, we we have, we have former players. Ago. We have former oh, players. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was okay. like, it was, yeah. It was like you know guys who play in the media game. You know, oh, that's a good good player. Like yeah. they're media players that cover basketball that played basketball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I was the worst player, and and the other guys were like, like D one players that right. really played. Yeah. Yeah. And I said to myself, well. I like it that way. And I get to shoot. Every, I get to shoot everything. All right, let me take this shot. Uh, let's get to the games. Let's get to the Saints Texans. Interesting games. CJ has been balling. Saints Texans. Saints three and two. Texans two and three. Saints favorite in this game, even though it's in Houston, minus one and a half over under forty two and a half. Money line minus one twenty five. Houston plus one oh five. What do you guys got in this game? Dev, we'll start with you. Uh, so CJ Stroud has looked really, really good. Um, New Orleans coming off, you know, Bill Belichick in a kind of terrible Pats win, which, you know, we don't hate to see. Um, <laughs> I have to back the Saints and their, you know, experienced defense against a rookie Texans quarterback, even though CJ Stroud has looked good. He's overdue for an interception for some turnovers. And I think the Saints defense um, will do that. I also like the under. I don't think it's going to be a super high scoring game because of the defensive play. Uh, so I like under 42 and a half points Saints covering that one and a half point spread. It's a lot of blotness, by the way. A lot of teams where you're just like, right, right, right. So you know how I talk about vibeless teams? Like every year there's like a <laughs> yeah. team that comes out that I find myself just not really wanting to research, wanting to bet on. The for, the Saints are that team for me this year. Like they're fine, but they're like I know is Derek Carr back by the way? Yeah, he's supposed to be yeah. back. Yeah. But like you see even that I'm like okay, like yeah. they're they're yeah. the Saints. Like, they're there. They're not terrible. They're just vibeless to me. And they yeah. don't have an individual player there. You go, oh, he's going to make that bet right. every week. Like, he's right. going to win you money every week. Like, mm-hmm. they, they don't have that. Like, Minnesota is sort of vibeless, I would say, too, the Vikings. Yeah. But Justin well, especially Jefferson. Especially without Justin Jefferson. Exactly. Yeah. But he was the one guy you go, all right, I, I can yeah. I can do the Saints. I feel you on that. Yeah. They don't have an individual like, player. Eh. Yeah. Well, to tell you the truth, when you say that, it's because – that team has had the same squad for the past three and a half years, yeah. four years. Everybody's still there. You know, mm-hmm. they bring in rookies. No, like you know, Chris Olave when he first got drafted. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the points. You know, him and Carr have a nice little chemistry going on with you know 56 and a half. I'm gonna go with that. You know, that his um, receiving yards. Alvin Kamara, I think is a safe bet with 28 and a half. You know, Michael Thomas. Eh, I don't know if I can go with his numbers, but I, I, I'll tell you this though. CJ Stroud has made Nico Collins. He's he's put me in a position. I might go ahead and go with, you know, Nico Collins at 55 and a half and also Robert Woods, 41 and a half, because he has played that well. Mm-hmm. And the defense, they can rush the passer. And, you know, Saints defense can rush the passer, but I don't know if they can necessarily get CJ Stroud and put him in a position where he played like a rookie. So, I mean, this is a tough game, but I'm going to just have to go with the Saints, you know, and go with Saints and, and uh 
and the points. I'm gonna go with Saints. From Anderson, CJ Stroud, one of two quarterbacks not to throw an interception. Yet. Right, right, right. As right. as a rookie. As a rookie. As a rookie, which is crazy. Oh, the other quarterback's Brock Purdy, by the way. Um, but yes. <laughs> Thank he you. He, he didn't even have to be involved with this whole conversation. He didn't even have to be involved. Um, <laughs> but I I guess I'm going to go with the Saints, too, even though, again, I pick against the Texans every week. And they've proven me wrong, obviously, because they played so well. But I'm going to go with the Saints and, and, and think that at some point you are going to throw an interception and there's going to be a rookie mistake, especially with the Saints defense that is a good defense. So yep. I'm going with the Saints also. Again, vibeless. Like mm-hmm. you say, Dev. So there's yeah. no individual that I'm like, uh, like I want to say Alvin Kamara will get over 28 and a half passing yards. That'll be a safe bet. Well, Tell so you. this is how like vibeless they are, at least to me. Who is the same starting tight end? <laughs> Seriously, like who is it? Because whoever it is, uh, bet over because uh, the Falcons got the ball to their tight ends a lot playing against the Texans. So, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. I don't, I don't even know. I was like, yeah, who is their tight end again? There, so a stat that stood out to me though about the Saints defense is that they haven't allowed, and that's why I like the under, they haven't allowed more than twenty points in twelve of their last thirteen games, um, and they've held opponent opponents to under two hundred yards passing. So that's a great stat. Don't expect a lot of offensive efficiency from the Texans. That's a great stat. All right, let's go to the next one. Let's go to uh, Colts Jaguars. Jaguars. I already know where uh, Barrett's going in this game. But Colts, Jaguars, both teams three and two. The Jaguars look like they got their swagger back out in London. Jags favoring this game uh, by four, over under 44 and a half. Jags minus 200 money line, Indy plus 165. Barrett, you going with your man again? I got to go with him. You know, I'm going with Trevor Lawrence, you know, and I might. I'm thinking about Travis Antien. Ain't no might. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I gotta go with him. I can't. I can't jump off the ship. I gotta keep. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stick I gotta with keep it. rowing. I gotta keep rowing. You know what I'm saying? But I think the biggest thing, you know, the Jags, um, their defense, they played well this last weekend. Their defense lit it up a little bit, you know. So I, I, I like what they're doing up front. So I'm gonna go with the Jags, and you know, and um, I'm gonna go with the money line also. Okay. I'm gonna go with that. But Garner Minshew, being with Indy. It changes how they run that offense. I don't know if he's a safe bet to go with, you know, any of the numbers that, you know, he's going to be doing. Like, I mean, Garner Minshew, over 235 yards and a half. Uh-huh. Wait, I, you I don't like that? that? No. I Can don't. I give a quick interruption to you guys? Mm-hmm. Kev, Kev, thank you. You know who the Saints uh, tight end is? Who? Jimmy Graham. Did you know Jimmy Graham is still playing? No. Isn't he, isn't he 45 <laughs> years old? Right, right, right. I know we cover the sport. And we should now, know this. I don't feel bad or stupid for well, not Juwan, knowing who it was. Juwan Johnson is well. If their main tight end is Juwan Johnson, yeah, yeah, he's, but, but he's... Jimmy Graham is still in the league. How old is that man? Right. All right. So maybe don't bet. <laughs> I just, just you know, I just I, I need to know if I was the only one who didn't didn't realize Jimmy was still out here uh, playing. No, I mean clearly, clearly not. <laughs> uh, Deb, what you got in the Colts Jaguars? So I actually think the Colts play better with Gardner Minshew than Anthony Richardson. Um, but I, I think Jacksonville's win over Buffalo last week was huge. Um, and you know what? Buffalo could have lost for a myriad of reasons. We know they flew to London coming off a big win over the Dolphins. But you still have to give credit to the Jags. Uh, Trevor Lawrence tore up one of the NFL's best defenses. You have to you have to give him credit for that. So I think he can get his passing game um into a right groove after that win. So I do like Trevor Lawrence over 251 and a half passing yards in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but Barrett, like I, 
I think Gardner Minshew is going to be better for the Colts offense than Anthony Richardson. However, I'm not going to advocate for him to throw like over 230 and a half, whatever right, the number right, is. Right. I'm not going to do Minshew props, but I think it will be a close game. I think it could potentially be a higher scoring game, um, but I do like the Jags to win and cover. One thing about this game that's got me looking at it, it seems a little shady is, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor only have 45 and a half rushing yards. You know, this will be a second game back, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to get way more than 45 and a half yards rushing. Yeah, I think the first game back is always hard when it comes to props. Right, like, right, I've, right. I've decided to just kind of stay away from that when a player first returns because I feel like they usually ease into it. He was smart for it. doing it. Yeah, he was smart for doing so, it. So, yeah, he could have. Didn't he just sign um, a new deal yeah. for Huge a lot more deal. money? Yeah. So. Yeah. Like forty one fired million? up about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I like I actually like that too because again, now that you have your money, you you better be a bell cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean you better be a bell cow. What what would y'all say about this? Let's let's do a single game parlay. Okay. Once again, always uh sponsored by Bet MGM. A single game parlay of Trevor Lawrence over two fifty eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Calvin yeah. Ridley of over sixty and a half. And your boy Jonathan Taylor for a rush for over forty five and a half yards. I like That's it. the sort of yep. one that I like right now. I would do that. I, I like that right. also. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I feel like Calvin, we think Trevor's going to have a good game. Calvin's the number one target. He's going to get 10 targets. That should be 60 and a half plus. Right? And and your boy Travis on the <laughs> 75. Was 75. It? Do you like that? You usually go with that. I didn't hear you say. I, I'm going with it. But I'm also <laughs> going with his um, I'm going with his receiving yards of uh, 20 and a half. 20 and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I feel like running back, receiver, props, receiving props always uh, screw up my parlays. Let me give you like, a I need to bet. stay away from them. Right. Another safe bet, I think, is like Michael Pittman. When you have a quarterback that can throw the ball, um, he's going to have, you know, Garner's going to make sure he's uh, he's going to go to his main target, Pittman. Mm. So, I like that. You know, I like it. And listen, Anthony Richardson, we talked about this other day about quarterbacks telling him to chill out. Mm-hmm. Chill out, dog. Well, he can't chill out. He, he's he try, already hurt. Yeah, trying to truck everybody. He's yeah. going to like. He's not going to play for a lot of this season. No, because he doesn't know how to change how he plays. No, There's but real that, men over there. That's why, like, I if I was a Colts fan or a Colts coach, I have more confidence in Gardner Minshew because he at least knows how to manage a game to you know direct and and lead an offense. Where mm-hmm. it seems like Anthony Richardson's just kind of going out there and being super chaotic and. Yeah, getting and I'm gonna, and... I'm, yeah, I'm going to truck you and get hurt while yeah, doing so. Right, right. <laughs> um, we should have known when he started celebrating obnoxiously in a preseason game. That I should have known. Yeah, yeah. young kid, young kid, just you know, twenty. But it's great. That's the thing. It screams like young kid. Like, yeah, oh, young he's, kid he's gonna do young learn. kid things. Uh, <laughs> I got you. Uh, listen, when we come back, it's going to be the largest spread: thirteen and a half. Dolphins, Panthers. How do we feel about that? Uh, Bryce Young just. Bench him, please. They're putting him in a terrible situation. So we're going to come back and talk about that. Patriots, Raiders, and much more. Don't forget, bonus bet, $10. We're going to give you our bonus bets throughout this show. This is the Sunday Spread. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 
it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Once again, it's the Sunday spread presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks. You can watch us any and everywhere. YouTube, the BetQL app. Make sure you keep it locked here. Make sure you get your bonus bet, which we're going to talk about throughout the show, which bonus bets we would like to make. Now let's talk about the largest spread of the week. Rightfully so. Panthers, Dolphins. 0-5 Panthers, 4-1 Dolphins. The spread is 14. Mm. 14, two TDs. This game is in Miami, by the way. The over-under is 47.5. Check out this money line. <laughs> if you want Miami to win, if you want to pick the money line, don't. It's 10-1. to 1. <laughs> Minus a thou All right? Carolina plus 625. Don't you dare make that bet. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> Dev, is, is that 14 scaring you or are you just like, why not? Um, You know what? No, it doesn't. Like, I would probably <laughs> take the 14. The only thing that gives me hesitation is like garbage time points. You know, mm. maybe they, the Miami takes uh, starters out at the end like the 49ers did last week and the Panthers get some points on the board. Um. I know they're running back who's been doing really well. Devin, I, can, I always want to call him A-Chain. A-Chain. Yep. He's, he's out. Or A-Chan. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, we know who you're talking about. Yeah. It's all fruit. <laughs> but this Miami Dolphins offense is just too powerful. They're a juggernaut. Like, I don't see the Panthers haven't even won a game yet. Um, they're in a sad, sad position right now. And I don't see a way that they win or cover 14 points. <laughs> Barrett, 14, you doing it? Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's no way that I think this Panthers team will have even a, a, a sniff at being close in this game. So I mean, I, I won't go with any of the you know the bets as it pertains to, to the Panthers. You know, like even you know look at Adam Thielen, 57 and a half. Even though he's the only thing they got cooking in that Panthers offense, he still won't get even close to that. You know, I just don't see it. Raheem Moster. I mean, I would take him 13 and a half for receiving yards. I think that's a safe bet. Um, I mean, it's, it's it's crazy how inept that entire team is. They used to have a good defense. They don't even have a good defense anymore. So, uh, no, I, I just can't see them really competing, you know, and, and they're going to blow them out by more than 14. Yeah, me too. It's going to be a y'all. rough day at the office. I'm not scared at all. What is no. what, 36, 37 to 10? You know what I mean? Like, it could be one of those games. The only thing that makes me nervous, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, is not hitting certain player props because they're benched in the fourth quarter. Right. Like like, like what happened last week with the Dallas and San Francisco Mm -hmm. 49ers. So that's the only thing that scares me a little bit. But with that said, I'm still taking Raheem Mostert 67 and a half. I think that might even be a bonus bet because I think blowout game in the first half, 
run the ball in the second. Yep. Run the ball in the second half. Raheem Mostert is going to be their main guy running the rock. He should get 67 and a half yards yeah. again. And again, in that 70-20 game, it wasn't like it was a bunch of benchings. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like Mike McDaniel's like, keep going. Yeah. Well, he said <laughs> that. Keep, keep going. So it, he's not the type to bench the guys. Yeah. He's going to run the number up a little bit. So the only way I see Raheem Mostert not getting 67 and a half in Carolina is if he's benched. How do we feel about uh, the points total on this one? Do you like the over 47 and a half? I do. Like Miami could hit that probably. Yeah, by them by themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah, don't. I don't. You don't? Because I could see this game being 40 to 7. I don't think Carolina gets two scores, two touchdowns. True. So it makes like I, I without a doubt Miami's gonna get thirty plus. McDaniel's gonna, but he's gonna he's gonna score. And, and, and when he put up that seven, he said, "It's not our fault. We were just executing. We didn't do anything special. We just executed what we needed to execute. So if they're executing and they're scoring a lot of points, he's gonna keep having his guys execute. We he say." You know, we don't get paid not to execute. We don't get paid not to be successful. Don't get mad at us because you couldn't stop what we were doing. We were just running what was on the call sheet. That's true. But still, even if they get 40, this can be under. That's what makes me nervous. Yeah, it's it's a high points total. Because some teams you go, all right, you're going to score some points. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll be down a lot like the Mm -hmm. Vikings. But you have enough where you may score 20. Mm -hmm. The other team may score 40, but you'll score 17, 20 playing catch up ball. I don't see Carolina scoring. And again, I know Miami's defense isn't good, but are, is Miami is Carolina going to score enough to get that? I think Miami will score enough. I don't know, <laughs> you you like they gonna score fifty? They'll cover it themselves. Right, Another right. college football uh, final score here. Yeah. I mean, the, the Panthers could again, like if if the Dolphins lighten up and their defense already isn't super super strong, um, the Panthers do have the capability of scoring. So it's possible. It's not a best bet for me though, over. Mm. Like, I do think Miami has the potential to hit that over by themselves as well. I mean, they put Oof. up 70 points. <laughs> it's it's going to be ugly. It's not going to be a good game, no. Uh, next game, Patriots-Raiders. Patriots 1-4, Raiders 2-3. and three. Another bad game. Let me ask mm-hmm. y'all this. Patriots, is Bill Belichick's job on the line? Oh, There's a lot mm-hmm. of chatter. You think so? Even, even despite what he's done, do you think they could fire him? I think it's more so him and the mere fact that we're having this discussion – it's got him thinking, you know, maybe I've, you know, outstayed my stay. You know, maybe I shouldn't be a coach in the league right now. And I think that he would just bow out gracefully because of the how bad he's he's done as far as building a team, number one, mm-hmm. running any type of, you know, defense or offense the past two years. You know, the decisions he's made as far as coaching staff, I mean, it's been horrendous the past three years. So I think he might just call it himself. You guys know Mike Vrabel is uh, being, I think, inducted or honored. Into the, yeah, Ring of Honor. Uh, and a lot of Patriots fans want him to be the head coach, which if I was a Tennessee Titan fan. They're doing that? I don't know if when? I'm, like this week, I think, Tuesday. He's going to well, be available they, they for that? No, gotta, exactly. That's like. like That's next week. Next week. You, is it next week? Next week. Yeah, they have a bye next week. Oh, so okay. since they have a bye next week, he can he's being it. inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame. They're saying that's like an interview. Kind of like what happened with, you know, here and how they saw our coach in the Super Bowl because he was in town. He just happened to be in town and they mm. visited with him and he visited with him while they're in town. So it's right. kind of the same thing, you know. It is. It is. And like if I was a Tennessee Titan fan, I wouldn't be happy about pissed. that. Pissed. But. Pissed. I mean. Like I'm still pissed about, you know, the Cardinals doing what they did. Yeah. 
That you know, makes, that makes a lot of sense. The only thing I'll say is I, I think Belichick should have quit. That's because, what I'm saying, yeah. Even last year, I say to myself, because everybody does a Tom Brady comparison stuff. I go, mm-hmm. well, Brady got to cherry pick his team afterwards. The coaches don't get to do that. They got to rebuild the whole foundation. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm Bill, I'm like, all right, y'all think Tom did it all by himself? Now I'm going to cherry pick. Yeah. I'm going to lead the Patriots, and I'm going to pick the best situation I see. Yep. I'm yep. going to go to a team who has a quarterback and has mm-hmm. the defense and has the things that I like. And then, you know what I mean? And then win, try to win a championship there instead of having to go through rebuilds. They should flip-flop. What, Bill go to uh, Tennessee? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just trade. Yeah. <laughs> a little tradesy. A little, a little trade. Like, But again, if one of those teams, like if I'm Belichick, I say I'm going to the Chargers. Well. That guy's about to get fired. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Justin, I got Justin Herbert in, intact. Yep. And I can create a great defense. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, be, yeah. That would be the thing that I do. Yeah, I could see Bill being like, I can make Justin Herbert the next Tom Brady. But you know what? <laughs> I'll though? mold him. So the thing, I just don't see Bill Belichick going out on a low note like this. And that would be why I could see him leaving the Pats and going to a different team. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I would see him just bowing out gracefully, like leaving. They're they're dysfunctional, the Pats. I mean, we haven't even gotten into our best bets for that yeah. game. But like. My my notes are the under, um, and the Patriots are dysfunctional right now. They've been outscored by a million in their last recent, yep. most recent games. Um, the mm. Raiders have a run game, so I think the Raiders are going to win. Yeah, the Raiders uh, three and a half over under forty one and a half. Mac Jones under two two oh seven and a half. They're just that's so bad. under. Yeah, yes. I think he's going to go under two. He's got benched in two straight games. Yep. Mm. and I know the Raiders ain't good, but. And I hate Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he has been playing putrid. He's throwing picks. I mean, I mean, there's obvious picks. I'm like, did he just throw that? What is he doing? I, and and to, to, to not have, you know, the involvement of everybody, you know? I mean, he has a squad, man. And he just doesn't – he just hasn't done anything for me as far as a quarterback and, and, you know, what he should be doing with the talent that he has. So you, do you like the rate? Do you actually like the Patriots to win then? No, you don't like- <laughs> <laughs> they're just so bad. I, I can't go with that. You know, I can't go with them at all. Um, no, it's going to be a bad game, man. You know, it is. it's going to be a bad. This is actually it. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be a bad game. But I, I think I don't know. I kind of feel like the Patriots may get upset here. Because I'm so against, like you said, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. So I yeah. think the Patriots would have why, good defense. Why does every man hate Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it because he's attractive? <laughs> I don't know what color <laughs> his eyes is. Put it like that. <laughs> you but, don't know if he has green yeah, eyes like Travis yeah. Kelsey. Good looking right, human right, being. Right. Good looking human being. I, yeah. I used to like see, Jimmy. I just think what, he stinks. That's what makes me mad because it pisses me off because they'll just, they'll you know, after he throws the pick, he's got that face. He didn't have a, he doesn't have a. A face that I want to punch, but he has a face that he's like. He, he so you do hate him because he's attractive. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, because yeah, exactly. That's what it I, is. I like Jimmy I off the field. I don't. I like his game. See, I actually, yeah, like I like, on the field. I, don't I like, like him. Jimmy off the field probably more than like Travis Kelsey. Right. But that's also because I'm sick of Travis Kelsey right now. Because Taylor Swift. <laughs> Which is crazy. You're a Swifty. I am, and I hate it. I've never wanted a couple to break up more in my life. <laughs> wow, you just want a great album. That's why. But, but like, see, that's the thing. What's she even going to write about? Like, oh, you scored a touchdown. And You're I... 87 and not 13. Right, and I sat next to Brittany Mahomes, who's the most annoying person in the world. Like, I thought I was going to get a ring, but only you got a ring. 
Oh, right. <laughs> buy her own ring. <laughs> uh, okay. So, you know what I mean? That's what we have there. Oh, by the way, um, Kev says, Bill Belichick, 18 away from getting to Don Shula. Oh. So. 18 what? Wins. Wins. So. You know, uh, he he may stick well, around. So he's he's not gonna hit that by yeah, the end. Of the yeah, season. but again, he may not. He's like, I'm not quitting till I get that. Let's go to the next game, a better game, a good game. That hey. might take him five years. Bro. Yeah, a highlight <laughs> game. Yeah. That again, Belichick yeah. to the Chargers. Remember, I said it. Lions, Bucks, Lions four and one, Bucks three and one. Uh, Detroit favored in this game by three, even though it's at uh, Tampa Bay over under 42 and a half money line, 175 for lines plus 145 bucks. Barrett, what do you like here? Mm. I'm going to go Lions because I don't like Baker Mayfield. I think they've really figured him out. Because he's handsome? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I hate his commercials. That's what it is. Do you like Jalen Hurts? God, very attractive player. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, you know what I, I I really think that uh you know Baker Mayfield is his he's run his course with this team. Um he's maximized his skill set for this team. I don't think they do anything after this. And I really do like the way Detroit, you know, are are, are playing. Say what you want to say. They are a team that's going to be scrappy. They're a team that's, you know, that's trying to play well. Their defense it you know they have so many injuries. That's why they're not playing up to their capabilities. Mm-hmm. But I mean, do I like do I like the Lions over the Bucks? Yes. Will I go with the points? Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I'm with you, Deb. What you think? I'm I'm with you on this. B. Um, I, I this game, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I had a hard time picking a side here. I do like the Lions covering. Um especially because they aren't favorites covering the the three-point spread. Uh, I think they match up well. The Bucs are coming off a bye, so they'll be rested. Um, the Bucks defense is sixth in the NFL in defensive DVOA, and the Lions have – and they're second in pass defense. You know, the Lions' offense has been going off. So I I don't know if the Bucks' defense can contain them, but I just think that, like we talked about earlier in the show, I think the Lions are a scary team in the NFC, um, and I think they put up more points. Than Baker Mayfield can, especially with uh, isn't Mike Evans out? Nah, he's on the board. Oh, so. he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's on the board. Well, but I, I thought like it was lines. out also. I actually had Baker Mayfield going under two thirty one and a half. I think the Buccaneers are a team that will feast on bad teams, get wins off bad teams, but then lose to good teams. It's one of those classic nine and eight squads. You know what I mean? They beat who they're supposed to beat, but they can't beat anybody that's actually real competitive. Like, like I don't think Baker Mayfield has that much and is able to do that. I think the Detroit is the third best team in the NFC. Well, let me ask you this then: um, with 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 Jamison Williams finally coming back, you know, um, after being suspended, his involvement with the offense now, you know, with Amon Ra, St. Brown, you got Jamison Williams, uh, Williams, you got Josh Reynolds. I think that you know, and, and I think that adds to a, a really potent offense. You know, when you add Marvin Jones to it, also. So, I mean, I think they can go over the top and play pretty well. And it's going to open up the offense with him being back now. Yeah. Again, I I don't love either 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 team, but even with that said, I, I just 
I don't trust Baker to just. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't like is Baker going like I feel like in a he can, Baker can get you a win in a, in a close game that's seventeen sixteen. Yeah, yeah. But you know if the choice is gonna be like nah we're good we're explosive and and use all the weapons that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be close. I don't think this game. See, I think this is gonna be a closer game. Okay. Maybe not necessarily like a shootout or low scoring, but both teams will score a decent amount and it'll be close. The lines come out on top. That's my prediction. All right, listen, we're going to take another break. We're going to get to the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Jets. We're going to get Zach Wilson and and, (laughs) and the Bills and the Giants and all those good things. All right, so keep it locked here. Of course, we have our bonus bets. So we're going to get to our bonus bets and our player props and all the best bets that we're going to have throughout this Sunday, okay? Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, this is the Sunday spread. All right, we're back. Once again, the Sunday spread, giving you our best bets, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Devin Caney, Barry Brooks, Sean Bell, kicking it with you. Going through these games, giving you our best bets, whether they're stinkers or great games. Let's get to this next one, which is a, eh, another eh game. The Cardinals, <laughs> one and four at the Rams, two and three. The Rams favored in this game by seven over under 48 and a half. Rams minus 350 on the money line. Cardinals plus 260. The Cardinals have been feisty, right? They've been in games. They've been feisty. Rams the same way. They've also been a feisty team. But again, Rams didn't do well in the second half against the Philadelphia Eagles, but they do have Cooper cut back. So that should be added offense for them. Added explosion. Again, the over-unders 48 and a half. You think that's going to add to that? Dev, I'll start with you. What are you looking at in this game? Uh, so, no, I don't like uh, touching the points total on this one because um, I don't trust either of these offenses, mainly the Cardinals, um, to put up that many points to hit over 48 and a half. I do like the Rams, uh, and I like the Rams covering the seven-point spread. I think they're the better team. They kept it close with the Eagles. Eagles made defensive adjustments um, in the end and got the win, but they still contain that Eagles offense pretty well um, despite the Eagles offense doing their best to, you know, hurt themselves and, and uh, not perform in the red zone. But I mean, you look at what the Rams have. Puka is still going off. Um, Tutu Atwell, uh, Cooper cup is back. Like, I just think that they have way too many weapons offensively and the Cardinals, like James Connor is injured. Um, they're one in four. Like, yeah, they've been feisty, but they're feisty. not good. Feisty little team. I think he's out too. I think Connors is out. I think he, he is, is out. He's he going to be out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It changes things up a lot. So what do you think, Barrett? Um, I, I just think the Rams are just too much for him. You know, just like you said, Cooper Cup being back. And, and his, you know, second game, 86 and a half, he'll get that. Um, thinking about, you know, how are they going to stop that offense? I mean, they just have too much. You know, Tutu Atwell, he's coming out of his shell. You know, 35 and a half, he's going to get way more than that because they're going to be focusing on, you know, Stopping Cooper Cup and 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 Puka. So you know when you look at the amount of weapons that they have, I mean you don't even think about you know covering a guy like Tutu Atwell. You know you don't think about covering their tight end either. So you know it's it's gonna be a a game where they're not they don't have enough feistiness to cover everybody that they have. You know Tyler Higby is one of the better tight ends in the league. So he'll be an afterthought, which will you know. Make it, you know, I always say tight ends are quarterback's best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's a to me, that's a safe bet. You know, 34 and a half, they'll get that easily. So they just don't have enough defensively to stop them. They just don't. 
Okay, let me give y'all a uh, single game parlay. See what y'all think of this. And this is sort of something that I like in this game. Cooper Cup, over seven and a half receptions. Right, it seemed like soon as he soon as he came back, it was like, all right, Puka, you still gonna get some catches, but <laughs> we 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 gonna force feed uh, Cooper Cup. So yeah. Cooper Cup at seven and a half. Josh Dobbs rushing yards nineteen and a half. I think he's gonna be running around a little bit, and that's how he's going to have to get some first downs. And Matthew Stafford over two seventy seven and a half. That's the one that may be a little tougher. Mm, that's a high number, um, but I like it. I, I mean, I don't think the Cardinals defense is going to be able to stop the Rams offense, which their passing offense, especially their passing attack is really good. So, yeah, I think they're going to put up numbers. Yeah. What do like you that. think, Barrett? Especially after losing, they're going to, you know, want to go off at home. Right, right, right. And uh, I think it'll be a big day for Aaron Donald. He didn't get any sacks last week. So he's going to want to go out there and, you know, and, and they've been talking about him being an afterthought. So I think he's going to go out there and, you know, really beat up on their quarterback. So uh, Joshua Dobbs, he's going to be running for his life. So that's that's a safe bet for 19 and a half. He'll give you 20. No, he'll actually give you 40. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, from, I, running I from, that... running from running uh, from, you know, Aaron Donald. So, yeah, that's, I mean, to me, that's a safe bet. That's a, that's a great parlay. I think he's going to have to get it. Again, the only one that makes me nervous is Stafford. 277 and a half is high. Um, but, again. Cooper, Cooper, Puka. I think it's going to be a lot of. You just combine their names and call Koopa. Koopa, Koopa. That's. I mean, that trademark it. All right, if they they become a a a a winning duo, that's what it should be. Okay, (laughs) Koopa. Let's go to the next game in the slate: Eagles Jets. Eagles favored by seven. This one is in uh, New Jersey. I don't say New York. I'm from New Jersey. I'm not too far away from where the stadium is. So that's right. You play New Jersey. You're not a New York team. Um, Even our practice field is in New, uh, New Jersey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, quick story, random story. When I was growing up as a kid, I said, I'm going to be a New Jersey Jets fan. Mom mm-hmm. goes, said, it's New York Jets. So, all right, I'm going to be a New Jersey Giants fan. She said, it's, it's New York Giants. I said, F both of them. If they don't want to rep Jersey, I'm not going to support them. I was angry for a long time over that. So as, as, a, with, as, like, a four year, as a four or five-year-old, I was angry for a long time. Eventually, I mean, I was New like, Jersey doesn't have many. Uh, they don't get the credit for you, the teams yeah. that they have. Every, this, by the way, the Statue of Liberty is in New Jersey. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. Weren't the Brooklyn Nets the Jersey Nets? Jer- yeah. Yeah, they play that, right You can be a right Devils there. fan. They're probably the right New Jersey Devils. They're the only professional. I'm not team. a hockey guy, but that's the only team that I, yeah. I go, yeah, I'm a Devils fan. I don't. I don't know anything. We, I, didn't, you know, I don't know anything, but because they're in they they're only New Jersey team. Like they I'm have like, New Jersey in their official name. Yeah, I'm like ah, I'm a Devils right. fan, but yeah. <laughs> I know Bodor, but well, what, that's kind of tough because I'm I'm thinking about it. Everything for the for the 76ers is in Jersey. It is. Yeah. But at least they <laughs> but at least it they is. play their game their games. Their state Look, if it was up to uh, their owner, I'm sure that they would play all their games in their own stadium in right. Camden, New Jersey, <laughs> if not Philadelphia. Yeah. So. They need to. <laughs> um, yeah. So with that said, seven seems low, to be honest with you. What do y'all think of that? Like seven in the in, the, in, the, in this Eagles-Jets game? It seems like this should be a blowout because they can't score. Well, have you seen the Eagles injury report? What does it say? I think you let me know. I think here in Philly we've overlooked it a bit because we've been so consumed with the Phillies um in the playoffs. 
So Jalen Carter and Darius Slay did not come right. to practice today. Yeah. They're both uh, on the injured list and have not practiced, and that is wanna, wanna. not a good sign for Sunday. And I'm not saying the Jets have this formidable offense with Zach Wilson, but it's not like, like yeah, Zach Wilson isn't good or scary, but they still have people who can, you know, catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I just worry that it's a trap game, that they're going to kind of underestimate their opponent, and then they have, you know, some important key players out, especially on defense, and uh, it's going to be closer than we think. I think the Eagles will win. I'm just saying... Just something to keep in mind for the spread. That is a pessimistic Eagle fan. Look, I'm sorry. That that is <laughs> that an Eagle fan that everything me. everything is going to be close. They literally ca- they need to figure out how to get the ball in the end zone and not put it on Jake Elliott to score all their points. Like, don't settle for field goals anymore. Their red zone offense is so frustrating to me. So until they figure that out, it's just hard for me to be like super optimistic on them covering these. Not that seven's a big spread, but like covering more than a three-point spread because they keep going for field goals and going for these tighter games when they could be getting – they could be blowing these teams out if they got touchdowns. Yeah, and the, and the Jets, you know, I know they let up a lot, but they do have a really good defense. They have so a really good defense. Really good defense. And then, you know, Bree Hall may be able to do some things. Again, mm-hmm. Jalen Carter and Darius Slay not practicing on Friday usually means you're not going to play on Sunday. Barrett, yeah, not uh, a good sign. what are you thinking? I'm thinking, you know, Slay or, um, you know, Jalen are going to – Gonna play. Jalen Carter gonna play. You think they will? I don't think they'll play. Oh, you don't? No, no, I don't think they'll play. But in saying that, um, my thing is, you know, DeAndre Swift, 65 and a half, that's a good number. I would go with the over. I would also go with the over with Kenneth Gainwell, 18 and a half. Jalen Hurts, he's gonna ha- he's not gonna have to run. So 44 and a half, I think I would go with the under. But um an easy bet, Dalvin Cook, over 14 and a half. That's like, you know, taking candy from a baby. But I will say this. They're going to beat them by more than seven. So I would go with the over. But, you know, the Jets are just so putrid on the offensive side of the ball. <laughs> with Wilson, you know, uh, I, I don't think he's worried about uh, being great. He just wants to survive, man. So, you know, he's not going to he's not going to accept. What a quote to sum up Zach Wilson. He's not worried <laughs> about being great. He just wants to survive. Yeah. So that's he, a fact. That, no, that is that is a fact. That's a yeah. fact. I so like I'm still go with the over. I like the I, I would go with the over too. I like Devontae Smith in this game. Um, yeah, AJ yeah. Brown threw a little, you know, tantrum. So he got the ball three straight games. Mm-hmm. You saw Devontae being a little annoyed last game. Like, all right, like. Mm-hmm. I need the rock. Like, mm-hmm. so you know what I mean? Like he didn't, he's not the type of guy to be loud or say anything about it, but you got to appease him too. Dallas Goddard got to appease. AJ Brown got to appease. Devontae Smith's been sort of in the background the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I think that's where they sort of say, all right, we got to force feed this guy to rock to make sure he's into it. Cause when we say everybody gets a turn, we got to make sure everybody consistently gets a turn. So yeah, I think, I think Devontae, I, I, you know what I mean? It was a safe bet. Once AJ Brown went off that they were going to force feed him to rock. I think that they're going to do the same thing with Devontae Smith this weekend. So I think he has a big Sunday against the Jets. You know what I mean? Especially with Sauce probably going to be on the other side with AJ. Yep. Yep. All right. If yep. Sauce is over there, we're going to line Devontae Smith over here or line him up in the slot a little bit. And like he's it. he's going to get off in this game. So I think 51 and a half is going to be easy money for this one. I, I like the Dalvin Cook too. Like 14 and a half. Like. What do we think about Kenneth Gainwell over 18 and a half rush yards? I know that's yeah, uh, a safe bet. Right. I, I know DeAndre Swift obviously has been incredible, but I do feel like they're probably, they need to lighten up his workload a bit or that's should. exactly you, you hit so, it. Yeah, you hit it. You hit it right on the head. Yeah. They and got 18 to. and a half is low. Yes. 
So well, I, I just really think they're going to do that simply because it's a marathon. It's not a mm-hmm. sprint. They're mm-hmm. going to have to take some of that, you know, load off Swift and. He's cool right around 15, but once you start getting up to the 20, yeah. you start with having a Miles Sanders. So, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the Jets have a good secondary, so. Exactly. They're not going to pass. They're going to run it. Yep. Right. And exactly. if you think this game is going to be comfortable, it's going to be a lot of running in the fourth quarter. So throw both of your backs in there and, and let them get a little bit of yards. I, I even would like uh, can gain well in the pass game a little bit. I think yep. his pass yards Ooh. is 14. Did I see that correctly? Let me see. Uh, seven and a half is his receipt is Gainwell's receiving. Okay. Swift is fifteen and a half. Yeah. So Kenneth Gainwell. I like that. Just one catch out the backfield can get you that. So yeah. I like I Kenneth like Gainwell to get some receiving yards. Let's go to the next game. Giants, Bills. Giants won <laughs> four. Bills three and two. <laughs> like the Giants. Uh, this is it's it's disgusting at this point how bad that team is and how Daniel Jones actually looks in that game. Uh, again, that game is, is he playing? The is he not? I didn't I didn't see him not playing. I think he's injured. Yeah, he is yeah. injured, but because I... he has no offensive line, which does make me feel bad for him a little bit. <laughs> Giants. Um, yeah, he's out. Okay, he's out. Giant. It's a fourteen and a half spread at Buffalo. I ain't scared of that. Not at all. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it. The Buffalo Bills coming off a loss. They're going to be pissed off. Right. They at home facing a Giants team with, that's hurt and beat up. No Daniel. Where's Saquon? Mm-hmm. This is going to be a butt whooping of epic proportions, in my opinion. Give me that 14 and a half. What y'all think? I totally agree. I like the Bills. I like them covering their piss out. I, every point you just made, I'm only mad that I already used the Bills in my survivor pool because they're like my one sure lock this week. <laughs> and I used the Dolphins already, so uh, got to figure that one out. But um, yeah, I like the Bills in this one. I mean, the Giants are, are a mess, um, and they're playing in Buffalo, which we know is basically like diet Philadelphia. Like it's it's a good home field advantage. Those That crowd's going to be wild. Um so yeah, I like the Bills. They, they, and they, they, they jumping through tables. They worse. They're than through, they worse than Philadelphia. Right. They're jumping through tables that are like literally on fire. So <laughs> yes, in in thirty degree weather. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. gonna be a bad, bad, bad day for who's ever playing quarterback. Um, yeah. Who is you know, who is quarterback? Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor. He's gonna be running for his life. So I would go whatever his rushing yardage is. Um, and you know, I mean. I understand that this Giants team played well last year. They showed who they really were towards the end of last year, though. But I just don't think they have enough to compete with a guy like Stephon Diggs being out there. Gabe Davis, you know. I mean, they have really started to control their offense now. They can they can score on anybody now. So it'll be a long day for Tyrod Taylor, even though, you know, you, 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 he, he wants to come in. You want to think that he's going to win one for the Gipper. It's not happening. <laughs> It'll be a bad day, you know. I mean, the 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 line is fourteen. Oh, they're gonna crush that, crush it. I don't know what the over is, but it's gonna be definitely the, the over. Um, the over under is forty four. That'll be tight. That'll be tight, you know. Cause Again, it's there. another game where it's like the Giants may not score. Yeah, just so like when Miami is yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Buffalo gonna mm-hmm. score thirty eight forty, but. I, Miami could score that many points, but I don't know if the Bills necessarily have that mentality to keep scoring like that. They'll start running the ball with Cook and those guys, you know, and, and Murray, you know, rather than run the score up. We we know that McDaniels, he'll do, he'll do it. He'll he'll just run the score up just because uh, he wants his guys to execute. 
they won't do that with the Bills. So Josh Allen, they'll take him out, you know, or, or, or you know, slow the call the dogs off. Miami, they won't call the dogs off. So this team, you know, they'll win. They'll go with the over. I wouldn't go with the over as far as the points. I'd go with the under. This is another game where I go, statistically, I don't know because it could be a blowout, right? Like Josh Allen's over under 263 and a half. You got to get that in two and a half quarters. Right. If you if you don't, mm-hmm. it's going to be run city, which is why I got James Cook going for over 58 and a half. Yeah. I like that. Yep. Right. It's, I like that a lot. It's going to be a lot of running yeah. the ball. It, it, it's, it's going, if it's two touchdowns like we all think, James Cook. Mm-hmm. It, even, I would even bump that up. I know it's 58 and a half, but if you can get it for 75, if you can go 80, I would do that. those type of numbers just because he's going to get the rock a lot in this game. Listen, Coming back, we're going to give you our best props. Again, bonus bet. Bet MGM bonus bet. We'll go with what we think our bonus bets are going to be, what we think our best props are going to be, and we'll throw out some props to everybody to see who would take what, who likes what, and Travis Etienne. Got to go with it, baby. Honey odds. That's what we always <laughs> like, all right? This is the Sunday spread. And we're back. Week six, final segment of the Sunday spread. Once again, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney. We got bonus bets. We got our best bets. We got player props. We're going to give it all to you in this final segment before we go. But first, my man Kev is going to come in with prop it or drop it. Let's do it. Let's go prop it or drop it. You guys killed it on this last week. We did Jamar Chase 125 plus yards. He went way over that. We obviously know Bear with the Travis ATM. We went over the, his number Woo! 68 oh and a half. So <laughs> we're we are rocking here with prop it or drop it. Let's start it off. Let's go to that Miami Carolina game. Tyreek Hill to get 125 plus yards. Almost seems automatic at this point with that guy and that offense. Plus 260 seems like good value for Tyreek Hill to get 125 plus yards against the reeling Carolina Panthers team and defense. Are you guys propping or dropping that with Tyreek Hill 125 plus yards at plus 260? I, I think I'm a prop it simply because, you know, they – he'll have that before halftime, actually. <laughs> you know, just thinking about it. Having one I, of those Jamar Chase type games. Right, you know, because – you know, they're going to run to set up the pass. And, you know, they'll be most go out there and they set up that run and play action and over the top with Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's just too much, too formidable an offense to, you know, to stop him. So, and, and two is so tied into his receivers. So, I mean, to me, it's just, it's a bit, it's just too easy to prop that. Are you, are you going? Am I going? Go ahead. I'm going to drop it um, just because I think that the Dolphins are going to be up by so much. And the Pan- the Panthers' defense is bad as a whole, but they're uh, really not good against the run. They gave up uh, 159 yards and 30 attempts on the ground uh, last game they played. So I think it's going to be more of a rushing attack game for the Dolphins' offense. And like they, I don't think they'll need to use Tyreek Hill that much. So dropping it. I'm going to prop it. Oh. That Carolina stinks. I think they're going to be able to do I, I Again, I think he can get that in two quarters, two quarters and a half. So I think I think if he doesn't get it, he's going to get close. I think he's going to get 100 yards. So because of that, because it's, and again, 125 is hefty. So I feel you on that. But I, I think he actually uh, can end up getting that. So, all right. What, what you got next for us? 
Let's go to my Chicago Bears at home against the Minnesota Vikings. We talked about the weather forecast. Might be a little rain in the area, a game that could be dominated by the ground. And the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields have increased his number of design quarterback runs. So you can get Justin Fields to get 75-plus rushing yards at plus 300. Good value if it is a rain game and if they are going to run the ball, especially with Khalil Herbert out. Expect a lot of Justin Fields rushing, but 75 plus rush yards at plus 300. You taking that? You throwing that bonus bet on that? That's too hefty for me. I'm be honest with you. Yeah, he hasn't had 75 so far this season. They've made a concerted effort of not having him run the ball as much. Now, I know last week at 11 carries, 57 yards. So he's ran the ball more and all valid points about the rain. And he may, he may have to uh, use those wheels a little bit more, but it's just too hefty for my blood. I agree. I don't know if if he hasn't hit that yet this season. I don't see him doing it now in week six, um, despite the rain. So I'm dropping it. But I do like Justin Fields' props, just not that high of a number. I'm going to go with propping it simply because, number one, you two said no, and I'm going to say yes, <laughs> just, just to be a contrarian. No, no okay. serious business. I think weather will have a lot to do with what's going on. Um, and, and I really think that, uh, you know, this is a game in which they're going to try to stop him. From passing the ball, and that, and that's a to me, it's a huge problem considering the fact that that's how they, you know, that's how he's 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 made his money by you know running the ball. But you know, he's he's at a point in his career where he's got to stay safe. He saw what happened to Richardson. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna try to run it. I mean, try to pass it, but then they're gonna say, you know what, we want to beat this team. It's Minnesota. We got to beat them, and he's gonna take the game over. And when he takes the game over, he's gonna run before he starts to throw it. I mean, it's not one I'll be surprised by, but it's just too hefty for my blood. What you got next? All right, we got one more. This one kind of directed towards you, Sean. George Kittle burst onto the scene last week after not scoring a touchdown the first four weeks. Scores three against the Dallas Cowboys. Was just fine for the T-shirt that he was wearing that we cannot repeat on air. Uh, $13,000, so he might have a little chip on his shoulder, something to prove. If you think George Kittle and Brock Purdy have figured something out and are going to do it again against a, a Browns defense, you got Kittle two-plus touchdowns. At plus fourteen hundred, huge value on George Kittle to get into the end zone twice after scoring three times last week. Are you propping or dropping George Kittle to find the end zone again two plus times at plus fourteen hundred? I'm dropping. I know that's a surprise, hmm. but I'm dropping it because the 49ers' offense is a carousel. It's Debo one week, it's Brandon Ayuk next week, it's George Kittle the next week. It's like, like the Eagles' offense, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Everyone so their- no one ever. It's never Which makes it so frustrating to bet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's never like this guy's always going to get this right, amount. Like this right. guy's always going to get that amount or it's going to be a concerted effort to always get this guy involved in a game plan. It's not that for the 49ers. So I never feel like one guy from week to week is going to have mm. a huge game. Like I'm usually confident in Brandon Ayuk because that's sort of his uh, Brock Purdy's go-to target since he's come in mm-hmm. as a starter. But even then, it's not like he's going to get the touchdown every time, mm-hmm. right? He's not Christian McCaffrey, which you can bet on every week for a bonus bet. Although it won't make you much money because they, it's-, it's like minus 400 <laughs> or something like that for yeah. Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown. So I'm dropping it. All right. I uh, I don't know. I No, I think I'm dropping it because I just don't see it's It's like the Eagles where it really is a carousel. Like every week, there's a diff- it's another player's turn to kind of have their breakout game. I do like... 
Kittle having like one touchdown maybe and maybe over receiving yards because it's supposed to be bad weather and Brock Purdy will likely go for those like shorter distance passes to his mm-hmm. tight end. But two touchdowns is just a lot. It's a lot. I, I have to drop it. I'm sorry. Barrett. And, you know, of course, I have to be the contrarian <laughs> to me being a contrarian. And say I gotta drop it also. I, I mean, I got. <laughs> I got. Oh, you gotta drop. Come on, man. I mean, you, what about this? I would put it in a parlay, maybe because uh, Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown odds are not great. So mm-hmm. that plus George Kittle. I mean, it's probably not gonna be plus fourteen hundred, but it'll be like plus what three hundred. That could be a solid bet. To put yeah. those putting those two together yeah. for for a for a parlay. All right, let's go to our best bets. Who wants to get this started? Best bets. Oh, you know, I got to go with my boy Travis. Travis uh, ATN. Uh, you know I'm going with him. Um, rushing yardage, uh, 72 and a half. That's a uh, high number. That's a very high number. But I think he's back on track. So I'm, I'm going to go with that. And, you know, and his receiving yards. I mean, my my my, my bet, my $10 bet, I'm going to put with his receiving yards, 20 and a half. I think he does that. He'll run a couple more screens. You know, we know Doug loves to run screens. So that'll be, you know, the bet, you know, that, that I would – feel more comfortable with is 20 and a half with that. Um, I also like Tyler Lockett, 51 and a half. To me, that's a safe bet, you know. And um, who else did I have? Oh, Kirk Cousins, two and a half rushing yards. <laughs> I, I know, I know, Where'd I know. That I mean, one scramble, but Kirk? One, yeah, one scramble, that's all he needs. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. All right. I mean, that's just easy money. Okay. 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 What you got, Deb? Uh, so for sides, I like the Bears plus three uh, against the horrific Vikings defense at home. I like Jags minus four over the Colts, and I like Falcons minus two and a half over the Commanders. And for my bonus bet for that Falcons Commanders game, like I love that I'm choosing the worst game to do a little tight end parlay for, but both these teams seem to have uh, blind spots for their opponent's tight ends. So I like an anytime touchdown for Logan Thomas and the commanders. Um, Sam Howell targeted him the most last week. I uh, had 77 yards and a touchdown. And then Washington uh, gave up a touchdown to Cole Komet last week and he was five for five. So Kyle Pitts anytime touchdown as well. I like that. I think, I think they're, I think they're finally listening, listening to folks with Kyle Pitts. Like, all right, mm-hmm. we better, Listening we, to you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Where in the world is Kyle Pitts? Where in the world? I like that. See? Free Kyle Pitts <laughs> at all times. It's still free Kyle Pitts, but at least they're trying to get I him I think involved. he will be freed this week. That's good. More, right. more freed. You're, yeah. <laughs> more freed. Um, one of my bonus bets I would like with Cooper Cup. Seven and a half catches just seems low. They force, they force feed that man the yeah. ball. Like, even when they shouldn't. Matt Stafford's like, I'm going to find you. So I would actually have a bonus bet of parlaying Cooper Cup for seven and a half Catches in over 80, 86 and a half yards. I like that. You know what I mean? Against a, you know, whatever Cardinals team, I can see them having 10 catches, 110 yards. You know what I mean? Moving the chains and doing things of that nature. So I really like that bet. I also like the Eagles to the, the, to go over the seven. Mm. Yeah. That's good money. Let's, let's take it. You know okay. what I mean? Like I like money. your confidence. Let's let's take it. Listen, I wish I had that. I know you're like, uh, I don't I don't know. They're always making me nervous, but and again, the Eagles have had close games that they shouldn't have close games. Well, yeah, still. and that's why like they they just make it more stressful than it has to be. So that it's the inner fan in me not wanting to back that, not the analyst, you know. Yeah, I get it. Think with my head, not my heart. Or my heart, not my head. 
One of those. One of those. Heart, head. Either way, it's not feeling confident. But I, I do think you should feel confident in the Eagles. 49ers, uh, it's right now, now nine and a half. So I like the 49ers over under on the Cleveland Browns. I think that's going to be easy money. I would parlay that with Christian McCaffrey touchdowns again not gonna get you much but a little couple extra cents mm-hmm. on with Christian Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. and I like Brock Purdy to throw for two touchdowns in this game because is that just like every week just Brock Purdy two touchdowns in his like every every time we do this segment you're like let me tell you guys and you say like it's like a new idea <laughs> let me it's tell you you don't have to look at it it's, it's I got this breakthrough of guys, guys guys I found this new quarterback he's okay <laughs> He's going to throw for two touchdowns almost every year. I got found. No one's talking about him. No one's ever talked about him before in life. But I'm telling you. So, yeah, that that's one of the ones I like. And uh, Justin Fields just having a good game in this game. Again, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm with him yeah. going over the rushing total. Not 75, but I think he's going to get over 40. And, and the same thing with Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. runs for over 42 yards in this game. Agreed. So, win some money. Okay, we gave you our best bets. We gave you our bonus bets. We had a good week last week. We're going to have a good week this week also. So enjoy your games. Once again, this is the Sunday Spread presented by BetMGM. Barrett Brooks, Sean Bell, Devin Caney. See you next week.